Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Imagine finding your passion, something that you're incredibly excited about, you just wanted to share it with everyone, and every time you speak, no one cares. Well, today we're going to speak about how do you get your friends and family on board to this whole NFT space? How do you get them excited as well? And in many cases, I would definitely say it is really not your job to get them excited. However, there are definitely some circumstances and some benefit as to being able to do that. But some people feel like, oh, I don't want to be a sleazy salesperson. I feel like I'm recruiting people into some kind of uh, scandal or some kind of scam or something like um, a multi-level marketing, like I'm trying to get them to sell Avon or something like that. And I'm not really a persuasive person because let's face it, although I happen to be someone who likes sales, the vast majority of people absolutely hate salesmen, hate sales, and want nothing to do with it. So when they think about bringing someone on board, selling an idea to someone, it just makes them feel horrible. It's just like they're trying to sell it to them. And if you're anything like me, physically in the real world, when you're actually walking around and you want to talk about NFTs and your passion, there aren't that many people that are interested. And even if they're willing to entertain you, to listen to you, hear what you have to say, how much are they really contributing to the conversation? So it could be kind of a lonely place. Or in the case of if your family thinks you're spending way too much time on this NFT stuff, or your wife or your husband is thinking you're spending way too much money, why are you doing this? There might be some benefit to be able to get them on board. And a lot of people, when they say they don't want to sell anything, they don't want to get an idea onto anyone. And generally speaking with this whole NFT thing, I feel like everyone's going to be in Web3, whether they like it or not. Everything is just going to be integrated into it. I can even think of uh, back in the day when my father was absolutely against emails and quote unquote gadgets as he calls them. Now he's scanning documents on his phone and he's asking me to WhatsApp him the latest lease and all sorts of different things. And I find it like the most laughable thing to sometimes I'll look over in the corner and I'll see him scrolling through uh, different photographs of the family and just laughing at some video that someone showed him. But as little as five years ago, he would say things like, look at the computer over there, all the money I've made in business and I don't even know how to turn the thing on. So in just short five years, it is hilarious to see how far he has come. But when it comes to sales and persuasion and trying to convince someone to get on board, again, it all depends as to why you're doing this. Because generally speaking, I don't think you should be pushing anyone into anything. But as I said, there are those exceptions and the reasons as to why you might have to really excite someone about this. The best way to do it is think of when you watch your favorite movie or you go to a brand new restaurant and you're just excited about it and you just want to literally tell everyone about this whole thing. You don't really see yourself as a salesman in that situation, do you? I mean, people do this all the time. They read an amazing book, they watch something on Netflix, and they just become an evangelist for that thing. They, with full enthusiasm and excitement, they want to start sharing it. And it's like, what are they getting out of it? You know, they're not getting any sort of benefit, but they want to bring joy or whatever it is to that other person. So they almost feel like out of obligation, they absolutely have to share this new restaurant, this new movie, this new whatever it is with someone. And in the case of a show, it might be even because they want someone to talk about it with. So that's why I'm asking, well, what is your goal? Why are you trying to share this space? Because is it that you're lonely? You, When I say that, I don't want you to feel like, oh, this is a lonely space. No, there is a great community. The NFT community is amazing. However, as we've learned over the last couple of years with all of this uh, Zooming and all this stuff, there is really no replacing face-to-face -face interaction and human gatherings and what have you. And trust me, I'm a person that is really an introvert. You can throw me 
in any kind of setting and I'll be okay. But really, I am okay with really being in my own little hole, just working on projects and reading books and what have you. And then I'll just turn it on for when I'm out in public. And I know this is a professional setting. I have to do that every single day at work. But by nature, I am an introvert. And even I will say there is a huge benefit to gatherings, whether it be for church or social functions or anything really, or conferences, just that human interaction is needed. So having another buddy or a spouse or a family member in the space with you might need to take some persuasion and understanding the space and having that excitement when you're sharing it with them. And you really have to understand that person. Like what is their motivation? What is going to really catch their eye? Although we're still early in web three, especially in the NFT space, I would say I was someone who was quote unquote late to crypto because the idea of really making money fast was what was always sold to me. And I don't believe in that. I think it's like playing the lotto, you know, quick money, easy money, all of that stuff. It's either going to leave you more broke or in prison. So that sort of pitch does not work for me. But once NFTs came on the scene, and I could see the benefit of, as someone who used to collect Pokemon cards as a child, football cards, and all sorts of different things, I saw the collectible aspect of it. And that's what really drew me in. So understanding the application that the person is going to use or most relate to, whether they go to concerts and they have an idea of collecting ticket stubs, or they actually have a collection of something, or using the many analogies and the examples that I use on the show, such as being able to put deeds on the blockchain, verifying identification, if you're in a country such as I am, where you actually have to go to all of these different places to get authority figures to sign off on things to say that you are who you are, you can use that stuff as a way to say, all right, this is why NFTs are important. This is why the blockchain is a big deal. And this is why I'm so interested and invested into it because I see the future. And just sharing that enthusiasm, sharing that reason that you know is going to spark interest for them, that use case scenario really makes it a lot easier to speak to someone that really does not want to learn all this techno jargon, all these acronyms and all this stuff. They have no interest in zombie artwork and all sorts of crazy things. Finding that application that relates to them is very important. And hopefully you're not someone that's just trying to draw someone into the space. So that way, you know, you're taking just crazy risks, just trying to go to the moon and you're throwing your money at all sorts of sketchy projects. And you're just trying to bring them into it because, you know, misery loves company. Well, you don't want to risk your money alone. So you want to bring in another person. So hopefully that if either you get rich together or you all lose money together, <laughs> that hopefully is not the reason why you're trying to bring someone in. Hopefully you're thinking of the mentality of wag me, you know, we're all going to make it. Or as I like to say, like, you know, in Jamaica, wagwan, wag me, you know? So in that case, understanding that person and their motivations and everything goes a long way. And I can even think of as far as my wife, although she was not apprehensive about uh, me being involved in all this NFT stuff and spending so much time at it, I know she was definitely a little confused and not really understanding as she calls it why people are valuing those ugly things so much is because you know she's looking at a lot of these uh, funny creatures and just these characters that are just you know silly looking sometimes or whatever it is and she couldn't really understand the value because she's just looking at the photo and I recently pitched the idea to her to show her why all of this stuff is very important and all these different examples and I've oh I mean she hears me record these shows a lot of the time so I would figure it would get through to her and it would be easy for her to uh, be able to understand that 
that and I even made an episode where I answered her question as to why do people care about this stuff and will it be here in a few years and still she wasn't fully on board she just sort of let me do my thing and I realized the number one thing that she was most concerned about as far as with this time that I'm spending and money that I'm investing into the space is that it would be wasted so after showing her a few projects and say like the community and the access to certain features and benefits she started to entertain it a little bit more she started to see them as basically like a taking a course or being admitted into a country club or a social gathering then when it came to the financial aspects I showed her on paper what I would be earning if I was putting this money in a savings account or something versus where inflation is and how my NFTs are appreciating in value. And by no means am I saying I'm I a some sort of massive crypto whale or anything. No, I'm talking about just my personal collection of the things that I've had. And when I was showing her that my NFT collection on a percentage basis is outperforming savings, it is outperforming stocks that we have, it is outperforming really everywhere that our money is. I told her about the next project that I was planning to get into and asked her if she wanted to split it with me. Now, my wife is an ultra saver. She is, you know, like the old school Great Depression type of era of, you know, people that would love to bury their money in the backyard type of thing because she's very risk adverse. She is just an amazing saver, an amazing budget worker and making something out of really very little or nothing. That is definitely my wife. And for her, what spoke the most was the simple math. And I just said to her, you know what? You don't have to give me an answer now. I'm just going to let you, you know, think about it. And if you'd like to chip in, if you'd like to contribute, just let me know. And two days later, she was like, you know what? I've been thinking about the thing. I want to do it. And of course, at that point, I have to hold back the smiles and the laughter. But definitely, she came on board. So the next person that I would say that I quote unquote convinced that NFTs are something of the future, I would have to say was my mother. And the analogy I used to really get her to understand the economies of the NFTs and and how it actually works and why these things have value that appreciate and why is it so interesting of a space and it's not just uh, buying JPEG. The analogy I used for her that I knew she could understand as someone who absolutely loves the Mets and ha has been to so many games and what have you, she follows them on TV. I use season tickets as the analogy. And I said, just think of those season tickets. The stadium only holds but so many people. And some of these franchises to get a season ticket, there is a waiting list, especially for football. Some of them are 20 years long. I know for the Giants, people are passing these things down in their wills. I think the Steelers are like that as well. And just a lot of franchises because the stadium only holds but so many people. So I said to her, these 10,000 projects or whatever they are, and the reason why they go up in value is just like a sports ticket. Once those, let's say, 80,000 tickets sell out to the season pass holders, let's say everything is taken up, the only way to get it is on the secondary market. And if this is a hot team, or even think of, let's say, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl tickets are sold out. Well, the reason why they're so high is simply because of supply and demand. There's only 10,000 and whatever benefit is being provided. If the general public thinks that benefit is more than the cost, since supply is already locked in, the price is going to keep going up. And I use that same simple math formula to show my mother. And she said, well, you know, I don't really understand the technology of everything, but I understand the tickets. So going back to the whole point, how are you going to convince your friends or your family or whoever it is to be interested or get on board with NFTs? Again, I'll go back to the simple fact that really, I don't think that's your job per se. But in those situations that I just mentioned, if you are doing it, the best thing to do is share it with enthusiasm, know your audience, who you're speaking to, what motivates them, and you're not trying to beat them over the head and convince 
them like this is the way to go, and especially if you're trying to convince them to spend money. Because who are you to tell someone what to do with their money, <laughs> right? So you're just trying to show them the benefit of that so that they can make their own informed decision or support you in what you're doing. It's to share the benefits that's going to appeal most to them with the enthusiasm that you would be sharing with a Netflix show or a new restaurant or something. As you know, certain people like certain types of shows, certain people like certain types of food. And when you're making your pitch, you're going to tailor that according to that individual. And really, this works with any kind of sales, any kind of persuasion, or any kind of conversation that you're trying to use to build support for something or or whatever it is. So this can be used in so many ways, but generally speaking, that is how I present NFTs to people. And whether they see the value or not, that is up to them. And I hope that was helpful to you, especially for trying to get a spouse or a family member on board with the thing. You know, just allow them to understand what it is that you're getting into, why you're doing what you're doing. And if you found this helpful, I would greatly appreciate a review. In whatever podcast app that you're listening to this, and I'm open to constructive criticism, if you don't think it's very good, honestly, say that. And I'll maybe even read it on the show. I'll give you a little shout out, right? And of course, it's going to help me out with the quote unquote algorithm, right? So depending on what podcast app it is, it will help to share it to new listeners and give people that are just browsing through the app some confidence that, okay, this is definitely a show of value. And since you're in the selling mode, feel free to share the show with your friends. (laughs) I'd greatly appreciate that. So as usual, I appreciate the time that you spend with me and I'm looking forward to us building and growing Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.